feel like at some points you're being what everybody wants you to be. And you're trying to do the things that are expected of you to do. And then at some point you have to go, this is my life. And I have to make these decisions for myself of what it looks like, even if it seems like people are not, that's not what they would choose for you or that's, uh, they're afraid for you or they're fearful for you. So, um, making those decisions and doing, making some big sacrifices myself, my parents included, you know, having me move back home with them, uh, a few years ago, it, it felt like for a, a long time, like, oh, I got to keep that a secret. I got to keep that under wraps. I got to keep people from knowing that because if they knew that they wouldn't hire me, if they knew that they wouldn't, I wouldn't be an authority in what I do. And I got to a point where I was like, okay, now's the time to be really transparent about what the journey actually looks like. Are you ready to take courageous steps to build a life and business you love? Welcome to the Courage Cast. I'm Andrea Crisp, an empowerment coach, author, and a multi-passionate entrepreneur. For years, I was afraid to allow myself to shine. That was until I discovered that I could step into my own power shift my mindset, and take ownership of my destiny. Now I coach people across the world who are ready to own their life, make a massive impact. And with a blend of practical and spiritual advice, we hope that the Courage Cast empowers you to take brave steps in your own life and business. Hey there, friend. Welcome to the Courage Cast. I am so glad that you are joining me today. This is the long-anticipated live recording of the Courage Cast. You heard me right. I am sharing with you today our November 11th live podcast event. And I have to say to you, before I even go into the actual recording itself, that this was the most fun that I've had in a really, really long time. Honestly, I don't even know a time that I've probably felt more in my power, more in my purpose, and really just completely filled to the brim. I am so grateful for every single person that came to the live event on the day of. And honestly, like I just, I look back at the day and think it kind of feels a little bit like a dream and leading up was a little bit of a roller coaster. I'm not going to lie. There were so many ups and downs that got me to the actual day itself. And if you haven't already heard the podcast recording from last week, all about the recap of the event itself and the lessons I learned along the way, I highly suggest that you do listen to that one as well. But this is the actual day of recording. I tried to leave in as much of it as I could. It is going to be as authentic as if you were there that day, sitting there listening to us yourself. And I have to honestly tell you, my friend, that just even doing a live podcast recording was, (laughs) I mean, it was a difficulty in itself. It was a challenge, maybe is a better word in trying to figure out the logistics of recording something live with a studio audience. And 
I thought to myself as it was happening, I'm like, I cannot wait to do this again. This is absolutely something that I can see in the future of the Courage Cast. And it's what I'm planning on doing as we move into 2024. So you're going to hear um, that we're going to be, you know, stepping out and doing some brand new things as we move forward in the upcoming year. So stay tuned for that. But before we get to any announcements of what happens in 2024, I'm just so proud to share this live podcast recording with you. I'm proud to share my friends, Katie Tenkate, who introduced us and who you'll hear at the very beginning. I'm proud of Christina DeFranco, who is my co-host, the amazing women who were part of the day itself, Amanda Wilson, Shanika Gosling, and of course, my mom, who came along to help. And we talk about her, of course, in the podcast episode. So without further ado, here is a live podcast recording of The Courage Cast. Welcome to The Courage Cast. No, I'm kidding. Um, uh Normally, I would be doing this kind of thing with no one else in the room in my basement. So, this is great. Um, we want to thank you all for coming. Andrea's already done a bunch of thank yous. One of the things that I want to say as we start this podcast today is this is a beginning, but it's also an incredible stop along an amazing journey that you've been on. And as you have already said... Whenever you gather people together, like the quality of the people that you gather together, the caliber of the people that are in the room, it's incredible. And even if we were all a bit rubbish, the truth is that after spending time with you, you actually increase in capacity, you increase increase in your ability and your thinking opens up and so... I wanted to take a little moment, she didn't know I was going to do this, to just say (laughs) thank you, Andrea, for continuing to build even when things are tough. And I'm so excited and I think everyone who's here is very excited to be here for what is the first of many other things that are ahead. So congratulations. And thanks everyone for coming. Yeah, you can clap. So you can, it's a... This is a live podcast recording at Leslieville Studio. I don't know. Leeside. Leeside. Sorry, you can tell. Eastside Toronto. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, Leslieville starts with an L or something. Um, uh, thank you for coming. My name is Katie Tenkate. I am a creative and... And a comedian. Uh, well, occasionally. <laughs> Just I'll let you be the judge of that later. Um, <laughs> and... A, a, a very grateful friend of Andrea's. I'll, I could go on forever, but we only have so much time. So I'm going to skip ahead and say that uh, I really appreciate you and welcome to a live recording of the Courage Cast. <laughs> We have some incredible sponsors we would like to thank today. Little Town Boutique, located in Capriol, Ontario. Little Town Boutique is female-owned and operated by a local Northern Ontario girl. It is a size-inclusive boutique that has the most beautiful clothing, accessories and gifts. They have graciously donated a $50 online gift card 
which you can redeem at littletownboutique.ca. Sage Natural Wellness is another Canadian-owned company and a sponsor of today's podcast, Plant-Based Formulas. We're here to empower everyone to live their life to the fullest naturally. Our 100% natural products for mind, body and space are all designed to fit seamlessly into your routines, elevating your being every day. Mindfulness Pocket Pharmacy Gift is the prize from Sage today. And you can find all of Sage products at sage.ca. The Province Apothecary, a female Canadian-owned company. Our mission is to harness the power of nature to help everyone feel comfortable in their skin. And today they've donated a $150 online gift card. You can find them at provenceapothecary.com. We're going to do some giveaways. Everyone ready for some giveaways? Okay. All right. I'm, I'm going to get you to uh, choose. Are you ready? Okay, here comes our first giveaway. It is for... Anya. Anya? Anya! Amazing! Oh, what the, what's the first one, Andrea? Where are Little you? Town. Little Town. Little Town. It's, it's, the, uh, yeah. it's the envelope. Little Town. Yeah. I'm going to pass it to Yay. you. You're welcome. That's awesome. Okay, here we go. Number two, we have... Oh, number two, we have... Jen Bieri. We have a province apothecary gift card. You're going to love that. You're going to love that. Lucky last. Here we go. Alex! A gift from Sage. Amazing. Thank you. You're going to like that. You're going to like that. Yeah. We have some special guests today that we would also like to thank. Christina DeFranco, movement specialist, advocate for healthy aging, life coach, voracious learner, speaker, and podcast host. Our mission is to consciously create safe and accessible classes for all bodies while taking into consideration past and current health conditions, injuries, surgeries, and pain points. To cultivate a safe space that fosters a connected community of women to reduce the experience of stress, isolation, and loneliness to provide classes, tools, and resources that positively impact the lives of our students and enrich their well-being. You can find us at rootedtreewellnessstudio.co. And we also have Shanika Gosling. Shanika? Shanika. Shanika. Here's Shanika. Here we go. I just blame it on my Aussie accent. Here we go. (laughs) Shanika Gosling, captured by Shani, visual storyteller and self-love advocate. Capture the beauty from within. Everyone Everyone will get a free complimentary photo of themselves. Additional images will be available through her website, capturedbyshani.com. Without further ado, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say it again. And without further ado... Welcome to the live recording of the Courage Cast. Hi, Andrea. Hi, friend. 
Thank you, first of all, for being here. I'm going to let you be in charge in like okay. two seconds. Uh, when I first re started recording the podcast, which is like five years ago, I lived in my brother's condo, downtown Toronto. And so there was always constant noise, like constant noise, renovations. I recorded in the bathroom. I recorded in the car, uh, in the parking garage. Um, there was like banging in many, many of the podcast episodes. So of course, there's going to be uh, leaf blowers in the background of today's live podcast recording. So you know, it. just acknowledge the elephant in the room. <laughs> Amazing. Well, I am so honored to be here. It's a privilege to be your friend. And when you decided to ask me to co-host this live recording with you and actually interview you, I was thrilled because I have some good questions for you. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I asked Andrea ahead of time if she wanted to know some of the questions I was going to ask. And she goes, no, just fire away. So it'll be good. Um, we're going to have an intuitive-based conversation and discussion with some guidance from me. Okay. To, to get us going. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> so I really wanted to start off. This is the Courage Cast. Everything Andrea does somehow involves courage. And I really want to know, what does courage mean to you? Why courage? How did that come to be? And why do we need courage? Uh, I would say, there, like when I first started the podcast, the, the whole reason why I decided it was about courage was because there were things that I wanted to do that I had felt like I hadn't done and that I had, for some reason, held myself back. And so it was like me needing courage mm -hmm. to do the things that I needed to do in my life and get out of my own way. And so when uh, I decided to talk about courage as like a podcast itself, uh, that is why. So for me, it really means, I, I think it means get out of your own way. Like, because you have to do things sometimes when you're not ready. You have to do it with a little bit of fear, a little bit of anxiety. Like, even doing this, you know, was not like, okay, it's super, super easy just to, mm -hmm. you know, jump in and do it. But at the end of the day, you make a decision to, to get out of your own way and do something that is not only going to impact me, but is going to impact the people who are around me, like, every day, but also impact the people who hear the message, too. I love that. I really feel recently you've started this new series on your podcast called Authentically Me that this episode is a part of. Mm -hmm. And I really feel that you've become more courageous. You're talking about things now that you've never talked about before, especially on the interwebs, yep. uh, especially in public settings, in public places. Mom. <laughs> yeah, mom. Mom's in the audience. Don't listen. And so I'm really curious how you feel about this evolution of courage that I think you've really gone through. I think it started with the des desire to be courageous and it's really just evolved in a way where you're able to share things that I don't know if you ever thought you would be willing to share and speak to. You know, it's funny because I say something about my mom being here, which I mean, I'm super grateful. The joke, the running joke is that, you know, only your mom listens 
except for my mom doesn't. <laughs> my dad occasionally in the past has listened. Um, but at the end of the day, and I think that, you know, you can resonate with this, and this is something that I think is important. I'm going to turn 50 uh, in 2024. Um, I know I look great, but um, <laughs> it's like, I think there's something about showing up at this stage of my life that you're, you feel like at some points you're being what everybody wants you to be. And you're trying to do the things that are expected of you to do. And then at some point you have to go, this is my life. And I have to make these decisions for myself of what it looks like, even if it seems like people are not, that's not what they would choose for you or that's, uh, they're afraid for you or they're fearful for you. So um, making those decisions and doing, making some big sacrifices myself, my parents included, you know, having me move back home with them uh, a few years ago, it felt like for a, a long time, like, oh, I got to keep that a secret. I got to keep that under wraps. I got to keep people from knowing that because if they knew that they wouldn't hire me, if they knew that they wouldn't, I wouldn't be an authority in what I do. And I got to a point where I was like, okay, now's the time to be really transparent about what the journey actually looks like. Because if people are going to take brave steps in their own life, if they're going to do things that impact other people, which the people in this room, that's what you're doing. People listening to the podcast, that's what they're doing. If that's what is going to be happening, then we have to show up authentically. We have to be able to say, hey, listen, it's not all rosy on the other side. Mm -hmm. um, what you see on social media is just a fraction of what is really happening. And um, so for me, it was really about saying, here, I'm ready to show up. I'm ready to like be an open book and say, this is not an easy path should you choose to take it, but it's a path that's worthwhile. And mm -hmm. so that's why I decided. So a lot of the stuff I've been doing on the Authentically Me series, which is what we're doing right now, has been about my own story. It's been about like a little bit of like me covering up things and now opening the package and saying, here is the, the truth. Now, my people know the truth. Like my, mm -hmm. my friends, like I'm not like hiding from the world, but, but I, you know, it's a different story when you're online. Cause you're like, do I really want everybody to know that? Like, you know, like that's sometimes that's a lot. And then you're w wondering about the kickback of, of that. But so that's, sorry, I'm going to, that's, that's a long winded answer to that. No, I love it. It's, it's, it's impactful. And what I really hear is like, get out of your own way, showing yeah. up authentically transparency and I think you and I talk about this a lot in the sense of ego yeah and how that plays a role in who we are how we show up in the world mm -hmm. and how it actually can hold us back so I was curious if you could speak a little bit to your thoughts on ego how it's held you back in certain spaces and how so that's much. starting to shift because I I see it shift in you mm -hmm. and I think if we have the power to harness that and to make those changes and place ego aside, we can serve and support and show up as our best selves. And I'm seeing you do that right now. I'm witnessing it in your life. And so 
I'd love for you to speak to it a little bit to help other people who may still feel very stuck in that place of, uh, I don't know if I can share this. I want to hide this or maybe I'm holding shame around this. Mm, Oh yeah. And I think that's, you know, don't we all do that in some, to some degree. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, I think when I think of my ego personally, for me, what it looks like has been this feeling like I'm a victim to my own perspective. So I'm not a victim to my life. I'm a victim to, or have been, sorry, let's use the correct terminology. (laughs) I have been a victim to what I made true about the story. So every, I think we all have things that happen in our lives and we say, this is what my perspective is on this story. And then we become a victim to the perspective of it because we're like, this is the thing. This is what I went through. I'm going to put my, you know, I'm going to say, and I think I got called out on that a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And I started to realize that if I wanted my life to change, I had to let go of that mindset and I had to completely release it. But the only way to release it completely and let go of my own ego of like, I need to be right. I need this to be like who I am was to be like, okay, well, I guess my perspective could have been skewed. I guess maybe some of the things that I had a perspective on, like when I was growing up, how things affected me, you know, like our family of origin, how generationally things are passed, what we learn from parents, what we learn from our environment, what we learn from, for me, church. Um, All of those things were like my perspective on that. Because if I asked my brother or asked my parents, they're like, well, that, I didn't see it that way. Right? But I saw it that way. And then I made a story about that. And that was when I had to be like, I can't be a victim to those perspectives anymore. Mm-hmm. And so that was the transparency of like getting out of my own way and saying, yeah, yeah because like we can change the story. Yeah. Like what's happened has happened. It's a fact. But what's happened and what we make it mean mm-hmm. is the big thing. Absolutely. And what I'm hearing and what I know to be true is that our life is a collection of stories. It's a collection of different narratives that we, we put together. Yeah. And I find this fascinating because the more that I got to know Andrea, the more I started to unravel each story, each different chapter, things I didn't know. Oh, she wrote a book. I was like, where'd that come from? Like, I was like, she didn't tell me that till we were long into the friendship. Like, and so I'm really curious knowing what I know now, how would you describe your life in different eras? So the youngins, you shake it off. the youngins right now, we are really big <laughs> into eras. We're really big into eras of yeah. life. And so I know you have all of these different chapters of your life, all of these different stories. And without them, you wouldn't be who you are or where you are today. Yeah. And there's so much power in that. But again, if we lose perspective or if our perspective becomes skewed, that's where the problems occur. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think you've been able to identify so much of that. And that's where your healing process has really stemmed from, which is so beautiful to watch. And so I was curious, can you elaborate maybe on some of the eras for people that don't know? I I know the Authentically Me series is really 
diving into your life story. Mm-hmm. It's really giving us a peek behind the curtain, if you will, into who Andrea is. And so if you had to kind of summarize or give a snapshot of some of the chapters in your book, what would you say? I'm going to take a leaf out of my friend Alex Street's uh, (laughs) book that is actually coming out in December, uh, all about story arcs. Uh, Shout out to Alex Street. Um, (laughs) I went from living conditionally (laughs) to living courageously. I learned Mm -hmm. that from Alex when I did coaching with him. Um, I think a lot of it, when I think about the errors in my life, are things that I did. um, Like I was a school teacher. I was a pastor. Um, I you know did all sorts of things like but if you pull the through line, I was always empowering people, and so that kind of carried all the way through. But I think I I was a teacher because I thought that's what I was supposed to do, and that was the era of that. But I made an impact doing that, and I was like, well, that's what you have to do in order to get a a paycheck and a pension. You do that. That made my my dad real happy <laughs> because he's like, you're a teacher. And then I was like, oh, by the way, I'm going to go into full-time like church ministry. And they're like, they're like, okay. Well, they you know, they raised me in the church. So they're like, okay, you know, begrudgingly, because like now you're going to be poor and broke. And um, <laughs> that's exactly what happened. And uh, so I did that, right? But But there was still this respect in it. So I wasn't a teacher anymore, but I was still in a in a place that I was respected. So it was the era of that. But then there was all of those things that came with it, like a lot of hurt and a lot of trauma and a lot of things that happened. Um, and then there was the part where I, my era of time where I had a recognition that I really had struggled with anxiety and depression and didn't know because it was underlying everything that I had done and I was very high functioning. And my mom had uh, been diagnosed with clinical depression when I was in college, and it looked very different than mine. So mm-hmm. it was like, well, is mine real? Like, because it doesn't look like hers, I'm high functioning. But I couldn't do the things or couldn't be the person I wanted to be. So it was the era of like, oh, I've got to be in that now. And then the healing came. And the era I think that I have been in in the past like five to seven years has been letting go of all of those roles Mm -hmm. and things that I thought I needed to do or who I needed to be and saying, okay, now I'm going to heal from all that stuff. And I'm going to be honest about who I am and what I'm, the capacity I can hold. And I'm just going to show up and be myself be authentic and be real and be honest. Um, I, ha- I don't know that I've ever felt better. I don't know that I've ever been more clear. I don't know that I've ever been more uh, aligned. And also, I don't know that I've ever been more um, aware of how much I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that was the part. The, I'm in the era of, like, I guess I'm not too big for my britches anymore because before I was like, you can't tell me nothing. Yeah. Right, Ma? <laughs> She's like, you still can't. <laughs> I come by it honestly, eh? <laughs> She's also bossy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's 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 really interesting to hear that because what I'm hearing a lot of is this need for identity. When I hear you say that's who I thought I was supposed to be, 
it was creating an identity. And when you changed, you just shifted to a new identity. And I really see now you're more comfortable being in uncertainty. Yeah. I don't think you, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Who is really comfortable being in uncertainty? Yeah. No one. Yeah. But the more we can be okay with being uncomfortable, with not knowing what's going to happen, right? The more our lives can unfold in front of us. And mm-hmm. I think we talk about that a lot. Um, but what I really wanted to kind of touch on there was the concept of identity. Would you say you have a specific identity now? What is, do you have an attachment to anything? Do you feel you're still working through shedding an identity? You know, that that's a that's a really good like I like question about identity because I think it's important. I, I do this with work with my clients too. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like we think it's about being something or being someone, but I think it really a lot of it is that true connection to yourself and to your higher self or to what you would believe in as your higher power. So, you know, I was in the church for a long time. To me, that still is God. My, my look on it is a little bit different these days. But um, when I am most connected to, to God, when I, and, and this, this week has been a lot for me. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. This, I, I think I was <laughs> telling a friend, I was like, I was like, I think my connection's bad. I was like, I don't know that, like, I was like, it's fuzzy, the antenna's not up. I was like, I'm not getting anything. I'm, it's all, like, all fuzzy and whatever. And I felt out of sorts. I really felt out of sorts. I was like, I didn't feel like myself. Because I couldn't, on the moments where I was like, I can't rely on my own knowledge and strength and whatever. But when I'm connected to God, when I'm connected to source, to the divine, to whatever that feels like for you, you can fill in the blank for yourself. But when I am, it's kind of like I feel like it doesn't matter who I am because I'm just, I'm, at, I'm connected. I'm, it's like I'm held and I don't have to be anything mm-hmm. because simply being is enough. I don't have to show up as anything. I don't have to be any more or any less of something. Because what created me, this is enough. It's enough just to be. It's enough just to show up and just, and know that that's my purpose on the earth, is just to be who I am. To be a human, having a human experience is enough. It's enough. Because you'll always find things that you want to do and you're able to do, but I look at people who maybe don't have this, don't have the same uh, privilege, don't have the same experience, don't have the same, uh, you know, things that they can do in their life that maybe I'm afforded the opportunity to do, um, and and it's no less of their their humanness of being, and the importance of who they are is as important as I am. So I think it's not about what I do as much as who I'm being. And that is truly my identity now. And it's like Mm -hmm. the understanding of like, let's let go of, I need to show up as this coach and an author and a podcaster and 
whatever. And it's like, no, I just get to be, and that will make a, as much of an impact. When I was thinking about even just, you know, today and what was going to happen today, I was like, what if we all started showing up in a way that we were truly allowing ourselves to be seen? Like what would happen? How much impact would we make starting with the people right closest with us, but then also the ripple effect of that, right? We're always looking like, oh, I got to make more impact, mm -hmm. get more eyeballs on me. But at the end of the day, when you're making the impact close to you, that ripples and yeah. that makes a bigger wave. As one who is in the ripples, I thank you for showing up <laughs> as yourself. Um, I'm, I find that so interesting, and I think this has been part of your journey to get here to, to be a human, to be Andrea, and to have that be enough. And I, I wonder how you feel that's impacted you, both on an entrepreneurial level, on a mental, physical, emotional level, how has that shifted your life and how you navigate life now? That's a big question, Christina. Thank you. <laughs> um, I think a lot of it is, is just knowing that I get to do something. Like yeah. I have, you know, I think being an entrepreneur is, can be a scary place to be because you're like, what do I need to be doing constantly? Do I need to be evolving? Do I need to be doing this? You're like always in your head about like, what does this look like? What does this look like? And um, I think that it's just like, I just get to allow things in and create space for what God wants to bring in to my life. Um, and I think, uh, you know, like, what does that look like now? Will look different in five years, will look different in 10 years. And in like being an entrepreneur is obviously like special in its own way because um, we're not doing things, you know, like a, a person who's going to work nine to five all the time because we're getting to kind of create what it is. Um, but that aside, we can do it anywhere. Like, yeah, you don't have to be an entrepreneur or a coach to do any of those things. Like you just get to do it. Yeah. So it's, it's a beautiful gift to be able to do it, to be what I like to call creative, a visionary, someone who kind of looks at the world and says, how do I want to make a difference today? How do I want to have a positive impact? And again, we talk about the ripples. Yeah right? It could be affecting the one person. It could be affecting your mom who you saw for breakfast. It could be affecting much more, many more people, right? And so I think that's very interesting when you start to think about the impact that has. And so in saying that, where do you think your impact is headed? I know you have so many dreams and goals, and I think you're really in a season of unfolding mm -hmm. and allowing, and so I'm curious how that sits with you. What does that look like for you? Uh, I was sometimes like, do I have a crystal ball? Um, I don't know. Um, yeah. Do I have anyone who can channel it in? <laughs> <laughs> Probably have somebody in here who could do that. Um, <laughs> you laugh, but it's true. There's always one. There's always one. <laughs> um, 
You know, I, I think I go back to something that I've said in many of the podcast episodes, and a lot of it is that when I was teaching, I had a student come into my room, and he was playing the guitar, and I was a music teacher. So he, he was playing, he was playing, and I was sitting there, and he left the room, and I went over to the piano, and I, all I wanted to do was be a musician. I was like, I just want to be a singer-songwriter. I just want to be famous. I want to be on the stage. I want to be singing. I want to be doing this. And these kids have these opportunities, and I'm sitting here, you know, at a Christian school being a teacher making, like, peanuts, you know? And I started crying my eyes out. Like, mm-hmm. I just cried, and I was just sitting there crying at the piano. And I'm in my 20s, and... Um, I remember in that moment, I literally felt like I, like God said to me, Andrea, if you will help other people and empower them, you will have a bigger stage than if you ever stood on one yourself. And wow. so that was in my early 20s. And I sat there, and it, I, I get the chills now just thinking about it. And there's been a lot of times in my own life that I wanted to go against that and go, yeah, but I want to get on the stage. You know, like, I want to be seen and pay attention to me and why am I, why don't I have that? And that is, in the entrepreneurial space, can be one of your fastest downfalls, just in case you're wondering. Um, And I've been there a lot because I think my natural sense was to want to be seen and be heard But what I realize now, and I'm seeing more and more, is the more I make and create space for other people Mm. and their platforms and empowering them by the thing I do best Mm -hmm. is giving me the ability to be more of who I am. So I keep going, okay, well, how does that happen? Like, how do I keep creating environments where people come in and they are seen they're known where they can show up and like oh somebody knows my name they know what I do they're championing my success they're that for me is creating the stage and allowing people to step up into who they are Um, if there's anything that I would want for people to hear you hear and also anyone listening, is that when we do that, when we create that environment for somebody else to heal, to transform, to be seen, to be known, to be heard, we will, we will rise. We will continue to rise. Like, talk about the ships, you know. I don't even know that phrase, but I'm not going to butcher it. But so what comes for me next is, is finding ways to continue to get out of my own way and Mm -hmm. to keep reminding myself when I want to get back in my own way because I keep wanting to like trust me this week (laughs) I was in my way a whole bunch um it was just like keep getting out of the way like get Mm -hmm. out of here like you know this is not just about you and I think that's the biggest thing yeah and I I really think that we've seen so much of each other's journeys now, like the highs and the lows. And I know that you are best able to empower others when you take care of you. And if you watch Andrea's Instagram 
Forget, there's nothing on business. It's just her walking coffee. Okay? It's just her and the dog in the forest. That is all the Instagram is. Um, I'm kidding. There's some great information, but it's a lot of the dog. Okay? And Sometimes so, I don't want it. All the content creators are like... It's all the dog content that you need. Tell me. So I, I know that that's one thing, that yeah. getting out in nature, your walks in the forest, being with coffee, these are all things that... Not drinking coffee. The dog's name is coffee. But I also love coffee, too. But yeah, you do love yeah. coffee. But um, being with coffee are things that help you be your best self so that you can empower others. And I know you have some other kind of routines, rituals, things that you lean into, especially at different points in times. And mm -hmm. I was curious if you could share some of those with us. Um, one of the things that I've loved a lot lately is doing breath work. That's been like a favorite thing for me. Mm -hmm. um, I think that just breathing and getting grounded to like is the biggest thing. Um, I love doing EFT or tapping. That's something I, I really like. But I think... Uh, I really like going into the bush and walking. <laughs> I mean, you see a lot of it because <laughs> I like going. Um, but I think those are the, the main things. One of the things I keep reminding myself that I need to do more, and I think my mom would agree with this, is play the piano. Um, mm. I think music soothes me. Uh, even when we were getting ready, I said to Amanda, I'm like, do you have like an uplifting playlist this morning? <laughs> and she's like, yes, I have a fall playlist. <laughs> oh, I love that. And we, you know, but there's something about like the music that just like soothes me and grounds me and connects me. And I think those are the things like if I don't, if I'm rushing too much and I don't take time for my, for what I need, I can't hear mm -hmm. it. It's like the, like I said, the antennas not adjusted it's fuzzy everything's fuzzy to me yeah. so I think it's really just being grounded and doing that yeah clearing away the static yeah and just allowing yourself to connect in with your soul I think is so important for you and for everyone yeah. really and so that's it's beautiful I love it I'm I'm curious from a little bias perspective um, because she put me in charge, so I get to ask whatever I want. Um, what what are we going to see next from Andrea? What what is in your head? Like, what's that little seed that's been planted, and you're like, I'm a little too afraid to share it because it feels too new. It feels too scary. It feels like I'm not ready, but I don't care. You, you're ready. The, these are your people. We're here to support you, and I want you to hold yourself accountable. So what's next? What's okay, your scary was, thing? This is basically the worst ever. Um, She's regretting her choice to bring like, me here. Uh, I mean, besides my business or in my business or... Whatever, whatever it is for you. What I know there's something that's in you and you're yeah. like, oh, I wasn't talking about this today. There was no way yeah. I was going to touch on this. What is it? Life, personal, professional. What is it? Um, well, I told you, I think I'm going to be, I'm going to be 50 <laughs> in 2024. Um, I think for me, it's about all number one, just totally getting in touch with who I am mm -hmm. in every way and, and starting to be like, this is going to be my best life. Like, Mark my words. If it hasn't been up until now, it is return in the ship. Mm -hmm. So it's like I'm looking for, you know, focusing on my health. I'm focusing on my, my emotional, spiritual, all the things that 
are about my health because I think it's important that for longevity, but also for clarity and for being on mission of any of anything that I want to do. Plus, I just want to feel good and do fun things, and um, and then having a lot of fun and joy and pleasure. Mm-hmm. Those are things I think I kind of like put on the back burner to like build a business. Mm-hmm. And I'm finding that that's actually not working for me. <laughs> so I need to have more fun. Um, and so I think it's, it's kind of like getting in touch with what really is going to be important for me. Um, so it really is a season of me. Like, mm. And it's, it feels weird because I think, oh, I should be taking care of everything and everybody else. So to, to say I'm going to do it for me and do myself first is like, that's a first. Like yeah. really, truly um, do something to, for me. But I think that um, beyond that, I, I, I want to, I, there's a lot that I've been learning. There's a lot that I've been putting practice in my own life. And um, I'm ready to share it and to put my, my flag down, my stake in the ground and be like, I'm the expert here in this. I know exactly how you can truly transform your life Mm -hmm. and take brave steps in your life. I know what it's going to take. I know where you might be standing in your own way. And um, really owning that and helping people own that for themselves, but also creating space for people to come together Mm -hmm. and not necessarily just be led by me, but to be led by one another and to come into community with each other. Um, those are the things that I see moving forward. Um, does that look like events? Does it look like retreats? Does it look like, I don't know. Like this is a starting point of this. Um, but I think there's more coming, but I think you're going to see it's different than what's been. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be more uh, potent and more intentional of how I'm doing it because the world is really terrible right now. Like, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of stuff happening. And in order to be people who make impact and change in your world, in your space, in your community if you are not in a space where you can actually do that, then you're not making the ripple in your own world, in your own family, in your own community. And the best thing you can ever do for the bigger picture is what you're doing for you and your community. Yeah. So that I'm passionate about that, helping the people who are making the change. Yeah. I'm not maybe making the change, but I'm going to help them so they're ready to make the change. Yeah. The message, the message I'm hearing and I'm receiving is it starts with you. Yes. It starts with you. And if you have someone like Andrea on your team and by your side, she can empower you to be you fully authentically and then show up to make the change. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. That's really powerful. Thank you. 
Well, I am so honored to have been able to host this live podcast recording of the Courage Cast with Andrea. Thank you for being so open and giving the people what they wanted. (laughs) (laughs) Did they really? (laughs) No, thank you. Uh, Thank you, Christina, for being here, um, for doing this with me. Thank you all for like being like, uh, like this is this crazy or what? Like as like a studio audience, like this is like actually really happening. I mean, oh my gosh. Um, Stephen Crilly, who is, who is the podcast producer and been just a dear, dear friend of mine. He's behind the scenes. You never really see him, but he does all the audio and editing and does the original music on the podcast. Um, he's probably going to be like, you effed this up with <laughs> not using double tracks but but thank you Stephen. anyways <laughs> we um, did our best and that is enough yeah but no thank you um for for being here today like honestly mm-hmm. um I, it, from the bottom of my heart it means so much I kept reminding myself that who needs to be in the room is going to be in the room mm-hmm. and needs to hear this for some reason Whatever it is that you need from today, whether it's something that was said, a conversation that is had with somebody else, it may not have been this. Maybe it's just like an idea that is sparked in you for something more for you. Maybe it's not even in your business, but it's for you. And whatever that is, lean in. Lean into it. Take the next brave step. Whatever it is, And no, I am cheering you on. So thank you. Thank you so much. We're done. It starts with you. I'm good at what I do. (laughs) One o'clock or not. human. Well, friend, I don't know about you, but my heart is so full after listening back to the live recording. I often do my editing about a week after I have recorded something. And it actually took me about that long to even have the opportunity and to be in the right frame of mind to listen back to the podcast recording. I don't know why that is, but Sometimes there's just these moments where it just needs to be right and it needs to be the right timing. So I hope you listening to this live recording came for you at the exact right moment that you needed it. And if you've taken nothing away, that when you feel your intuitive hit or something speaking to you to take a step in your life or do something that you follow through with that. I know for myself, that is the message that has come out loud and clear. I have said so many thank yous uh, over the time that we have been preparing for the podcast as we have been recording the podcast, but I do want to, again, thank a few people, Christina DeFranco, just even listening back. Oh my gosh, you are amazing. I love you. Wow. My friend Katie, 
who is just so brilliantly funny. You're going to hear a couple outtakes here in a second. My friend Amanda, who made the event the most delicious breakfast ever. My dear friend Shanika Gosling, who was able to capture the event. And I hope that you have had an opportunity to see the photos that she did of the live recording. They were just so incredibly beautiful. And then, of course, my mom, who showed up, was in the audience. And you know what? There's something about feeling the support of your family that just feels so freaking good. And our sponsors, Little Town Boutique, right here in Gabriel, Ontario, Sage Natural Wellness, and Province Apothecary. I feel honored to have been able to partner with you for this event. And you, my dear friend, thank you for being with us and for taking the time to listen to this podcast. You'll never know what it truly means to me to have you in my corner supporting me and supporting this podcast for over five years. And we're going to be soon approaching our 300th episode in the new year. Wow. Can't even believe that it is happening. So my friend, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for loving on me. Until next time, remember you have everything you need to live bravely. (sighs) Thank you, Steve. I'm really not used to doing this with (laughs) so many eyes. Normally, there's a lot of like. (laughs) Start again. Take two. (laughs) I do. I send special ones. Here, this is what I this is what I would send to Andrea. Province Apothecary, female Canadian-owned company. Our mission is to harness the power of nature to help everyone feel comfortable in their skin. Today, they have donated 150 online. $150. I can't even say dollars anymore. $150 gift card from provinceapocathery.com. Steve, you're going to have to take that out. Okay. (laughs) Steve is the one who's editing. All right. Here's the proper one, Steve. Our other sponsor today is Province Apocathery. No, I can't say that. Hug, Steve. Beep. Okay. If you like this episode of the Courage Cast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review, and while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Crowley.